This week's episode is brought to you by Try Hard Attitude and Willingness to Succeed. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Filmfeller and Friends podcast. I'm your host, Jordan, known in certain dodgy circles as the Filmfeller, and joining me yet again for the fifth time, no less, is my glamorous co-host, John Wall! Say hello and all that jazz. Hello and all that jazz. Oh, don't literally say hello and all that jazz. <laughs> hello and jazz and all that. Oh, God. Right. So, for the second time in a row, we are skipping what we got wrong from last week, since we're a bit all over the shop lately. If you feel aggrieved, get in touch. Not saying we'll care. Do you care? I don't no. care. No. Nah, we don't care. No. But you can you can let us know anyway. This week will be slightly different, as we've taken the almighty decision to move our big movie reviews section to its own, more digestible, commuter-friendly series. Do you want to introduce them to the series in the proper Yorkshire colloquial... I am not reading that out. No? <laughs> well, we have decided to call this new series Beerit or Proper Sheet Reviews. <laughs> <laughs> um, as promised, this week's episode will be our thoughts and feelings towards Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. But with all that out of the way, let's get on with the show. <laughs> News and trailers. So, news and trailers. Um... There wasn't a right lot, but um, as you can see, because you're now staring at the programme notes that we've got in front of us. Um, yeah, I'm going to start with our favourite streaming service that we can't even use yet, Disney+. Plus. Love it. Um, so Disney+, Plus, Obi-Wan Kenobi, with yeah. Ewan McGregor, back in the saddle. Thoughts? Uh, I'm going to be bored of Star Wars. I mean, this is saturated market. What what does that mean? Well, it's just, it's just there's loads of films, there's loads of stuff. Everyone's getting a bit bored. Like, but I do like Ewan McGregor, and his version of Obi Wan Kenobi is pretty sick. I didn't even watch the Han Solo film. It's not great. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't even make it through episode eight. Hmm. It, it was okay. I watched. I watched Rogue One. That's okay-ish. No, the ending was good, and that was about yes. it. But you knew what was going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> also, Vader. The Vader yeah. bit in that film is pretty that's, good. That's what I meant. That is the end. Yeah. Well, that, yeah. It's the end for all those guys trying to stop him, out, right? <laughs> I wish I could stop you. <laughs> so, I mean, I think I'm going to end up getting Disney Plus just because of the amount of things that they've announced, like for the Marvel, Star Wars. Um, I think they're even doing a. I'm going to get a list and go through all these at some point because I think it'd be really funny. But on this list that I've seen recently, there is a Jeff Goldblum lifestyle TV series hosted by <laughs> Jeff Goldblum. I think okay. I'm getting Disney Plus just for that. It's, a, it's an interesting one. <laughs> <laughs> oh my lord. <laughs> I can't do the weird dinosaur laugh that it does in Jurassic Park, but um, I love Goldblum. <laughs> I mean, he doesn't do that either. <laughs> It's more of a ha 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 while he's on the helicopter, but I can't I can't do it. Um butchered that. Should we move on? Should we skip skip this bit and move on? Okay. But um yeah, I'll probably get Disney Plus just to check this out. You clearly don't care. (laughs) (laughs) Um so as of today, as of right now, well not right now, but a few hours ago, they announced Bond 25's title. 
Um, you had quite a funny quip to this, but um, the title is No Time to Die, and it's it's got Daniel Craig in it again. He's going to die. Yeah, he's, he's going to die. <laughs> he's going to die. He's 100% going to die. <laughs> um, so this is due out. Um, you should know this date because it's one day before my birthday, but it's next year. It's April 3rd, 2020. Um, will you be watching it? Silence. <laughs> Probably not. No, I mean, I'll watch it because it's a Bond film and I think everyone will clamber all over it. Although, and... I might watch it because he's going to die. Yeah. I mean, they're probably going to reboot it after this one with Daniel Craig with someone else. That's Jane Bond. Jane Bond, probably. Or, I don't know, I'm going to say like Jedediah Bond. Luther <laughs> like Bond. Old guy. Luther Bond. We've got some Idris Elba news in a bit. Ooh! But... Love him. Um, yeah, I, I'm I'm for the Idris Elba as the next James Bond. Is, um, there's Killian Murphy as well, you know, from Peaky Blinders and Scarecrow from the Dark Knight films. <laughs> Thomas Shelby. But um, yeah, he's he's also been rumoured. Um, is there anyone else? Anyone else you take as Bond before we move on? Henry Cavill was rumoured for a bit. Henry Cavill would be a good Bond. Benedict Cumberbatch? Who? Benedict Cumberbatch? Benadryl Cucumber Batch? Keanu Reeves. (laughs) Keanu Reeves. James Bond. (laughs) It's me, James Bond. Sorry, but my favourite bit of last week was the Nick Cage impression. So, Nick Cage is James Bond? You don't say. (laughs) Excellent. (laughs) Any more before we move on? They call me Bond. James Bond. (laughs) Not the bees! Where's the treasure? I want to find the national treasure. (laughs) Move on. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, we got a new trailer by Fox, you know, air quotes, Fox Studios now, um, but it's not, it's, it's all owned by Disney, because Disney owns everything, as we've discussed several times on this podcast already. Um, you seem terrified by this one, but um, the film is called Underwater, starring a very moody-looking Kristen Stewart. What's new? And <laughs> this is very true. And uh, TJ Miller playing... A funny guy again, it seems, in the face of danger, just being a, a bit of a dick. And it's set seven miles below the sea and something has awakened. Ooh. And I will not be watching it. He's terrified of this sort of genre of film, aren't you? I don't like, well, even in even in reality, I don't like things under the water. Have you got like a phobia of not being at sea? Like, mm-hmm. I, I'm a bit like that. I can't swim well, too far out. I but just that's... think it's a bit weird that like there's parts of the ocean that nobody has ever seen. Like this bit in this in this film yeah, that no they're going to no see, and it's it. going to be like some scary no monster or something. You're not seeing it. No one's ever seen this bit in the film, and I will be one of them. I've never <laughs> seen it. I mean, I think I will watch it because it's very painfully, obviously riffing off of like Alien, The Descent, all those kind of films. The trailer just looks like she's basically trying to be Sigourney Weaver. What? And Deep Blue. And Deep Blue Sea, yeah, it is. It's like a, a science space station type thing in the ocean. And then they have to walk. Yeah. Like they're walking across the sea and there's just like some dude behind them. Yeah, yeah. Like, why Why would you do Why would you go out like, after? You look like one of the mermaids from um, Harry Potter. Yeah. Or something from like <laughs> Creature of the Black Lagoon. Um, or what was that romance film that came out last year? Shape of Water. Have you seen that film? With um, Casey Affleck. I don't think it's the right film. I'm not sure. It was like a really big award-winning film last yeah, I'm sure year. Sure, it was Casey Affleck. We'll come I back to this. Wrong. But... I might be wrong. That might have been. But it's um... a good film. Oh, was that, that was that that one that was like something by the sea? 
Mm. Am I am I lost? <laughs> yes, you're lost. Should we move on before you get more lost? <laughs> um, I I don't know if you'll be excited about this or not, but I thought I'd stick it in the the news section because it's news on a film that we've recently watched. Um, but Lion King has hit over a billion at the box office. Um, so it's surpassed Black Panther to enter into the top ten highest grossing films of all time. I thought Black Panther were crap. It's overrated. <laughs> it's not terrible, but it's overrated. It's a very mm. generic film. I think there's a lot of things that were going for that film that have pushed it in that direction. The best thing about it was like the Kendrick Lamar theme track thing. Yeah, the theme song. Killmonger's a good villain theme as well. Tra- soundtrack. That's the word I'm looking for. That's the one. That's the badger. Um, but yeah. yeah. Thoughts? Do you think it deserves to be in the top ten films of all time? Or I think the original did, but it was never going to make this kind of money. Just, that wasn't a thing back then, was it? Make it rain. <laughs> He's doing the make it rain um, <laughs> sign. <laughs> um, but sort of attached to this as well. So a few weeks back, Toy Story Four also recently hit the billion mark. So for the first time in cinema history. Obviously, Disney have done this. They've got five films in one year that have hit $1 billion. So, Captain Marvel, Avengers Endgame, the Aladdin remake, Toy Story 4, and then The Lion King. Do you think cinema's dying a little bit? There's only, like, one... Well, maybe two original-ish kind of films there with Captain Marvel being based off of something that hadn't had a film before. Endgame's not really based on a particular comic book run. Toy Story 4's kind of riffed off of an original idea that they had, but there's not really that many original films knocking about now. Could you see like someone just coming out and getting a billion dollars that isn't a franchise anymore? Or do you think that's those days are over? Um... Try to think of films that have kind of done that. I think it depends on the director as well. Sometimes I think Titanic's probably up there as one. It's it's based on a historical event, but it's an original film. If that makes sense. And then like Avatar, it's basically Pocahontas in space in it, but it, it's still technically an original idea. <laughs> Pocahontas in space. It is. <laughs> it's not it in is. Space, is it? Well, they're on a planet, aren't they? I thought, they were on, I thought they were in, like, somewhere in the UK. Not the UK. In the UK? <laughs> <laughs> Where have you there's seen all of that in the UK? Yeah, but they're somewhere in Earth, aren't they? You are? They're somewhere on Earth, aren't they? Because they try to, like, break it down with bulldozers and shit. Mm, no, it's a different planet. I'm sure it is. I've not watched it in a long time. I've watched it, like, twice ever. I don't really like Avatar. I've watched it once because it was too long for me. Yeah, I'm not a fan. Um, but there's more of them coming, so we're probably going to have to watch them at some point to no. review them. Yay! <laughs> no. Anyway, should we move on from this bit? Yeah. So, kind of sticking with this bit. I, I lied to you, I'm sorry. <laughs> we didn't move on. We're still here. <laughs> there's talks for a Aladdin sequel. Does Does that exist? Well, there's the ones in in like the animated ones, like the 40 Thieves. Oh, and the Return like of Jafar. Yeah. I don't know if it's going to be one of those that's going to be remade or whether it's just going to be an original story with that cast, a bit like the you know the Maleficent film trailer that's just come out for the second one that's based on nothing mm. that looks crap. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so they're on about doing a, an Aladdin sequel. I've not seen the, the new one yet. I know you have. Would you see a second one based on what you've seen so far? More Will Maybe. Smith? Probably. I liked the last one. 
I mean, I need to give it a go. I, I probably will like it, but I need to watch it. I just haven't had a chance yet. Yeah, it has a lot more oomph than uh, Lion King did. Do you think, in comparison? <clears throat> but, but yeah, you, can't, you used that last time we discussed like the Lion King. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> Feel it in your loins. Mm, baby. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I just thought I'd stick that in there, get your thoughts. Um, I don't really have any yet because I haven't seen it. Um, Maybe oh. you're not. <laughs> <laughs> Um, there'll probably be another, another sweet soundtrack, I guess, that'll go with it. But we'll move on, because I know you'll like this one. So, just simply because I'm mentioning these words, John Wick 3. John Wick 3, Parabellum. That one, yes. The director, Chad Stalesky. I think I'm saying that right. Apologies, Chad, if I've got that wrong. <laughs> if you're listening, probably not. <laughs> Did you say, hold your Chad? I said, apologies, Chad. <laughs> Hold your chat. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you wallet. <laughs> Hold your chat. So anyway, Chad, Chad Stalesky is overseeing the action sequences from DC's upcoming Birds of Prey movie. Ooh, so, Birds of Prey, Harley Quinn, um, the Huntress, like the, the sort Green of the female Arrow. characters. You are yeah. Green Arrow's not there. No. Black Canary. Uh, Hawkman? Hawk guy? No, oh, no, not just Hawkwoman, maybe. I don't know no, if she's in it. What are the two called? They're in Titans. Hawk and... Um, Dove and... Yeah, are they not in it? I'm not sure. It's not superheroes based on birds. It's females in the the DC comics that come together as like you a team. You know shows up in a lot of them, though, don't I? Yep, sorry. Green Arrow shows up in a lot of I them. I think it? it's because of the connection with Black Canary, so we may get a cinematic view of Green Arrow, but not see all of him maybe in this. Mm. Um, Margot Robbie's going to be in it, though, playing um, Harley Quinn, so it's like a spin-off from Suicide Squad. Cool. But I just thought I'd add it in there, because, I mean, this is, I think it's due next year, but John Wick 3's fight scenes had us, like... Like, we were amazed, but also like, whoa, oh my god, and like, just sort of like, cringy, laughy, kind of, it's insane. This guy's dealing with this. I think I'll laugh through the entire thing. Yeah. So, what do you reckon? Do you think that this will, like, up this film and make it a a decent watch? Or, you know, do you think it'll be too much and it'll just kill it? Um, I think they should put John Wick 3 in it. Just put Keanu or just the character John Wick? (laughs) John Wick 3, Parabellum. So the character with the name of the film <laughs> in it. No, it should start, and then it's just John Wick three Parabellum. Oh, do you mean like it'll say like do the DC and like come up with all the things, show the title card for the film, and then straight away after that, just straight into John Wick three Parabellum. Yes. <laughs> so like just straight into that. Birds of prey, John Wick three Parabellum. Psych! <laughs> it just goes straight into it. <laughs> okay, okay. I mean, that this was not the reaction I was expecting for this at all. I just thought you'd be interested that the director's doing it, but I like you thinking, like, if it's crap, they can just move on to John Wick and just segue into that. Yeah. Okay, okay. Bring the universes together. Wow. So John Wick's going to be part of DC in your mind. Yeah. Fair enough, fair enough. I can go with that. <laughs> Moving on... So, Martin Freeman's recently come out 
and said that his character from Black Panther and which other Marvel film was Soldier? Uh, yes, no, he's in Civil with, War. Uh, Civil War, that's Civil the one War. he is in Civil War. Um, so Everett Ross is going to be returning for Black Panther 2. Does that excite you? Are you bothered? Is it cool that we've got like Sherlock Holmes and Watson from the BBC show still in the MCU in a way? Yeah, I don't really remember him that much from uh, Civil War or anything. He, he's kind of like sacrificed himself in Black Panther, but as you just said earlier on, you didn't really rate that film, so maybe you've just not remembered. He, he like nearly dies trying to fight up one of the the pilots that Killmonger sends out to deliver the deadly weapons like because he's trying to do like a revolution and oh. he takes the, the plane out good for him <laughs> <laughs> what a nice man no other thoughts on this then uh don't really care fair enough fair enough I mean I like Martin Freeman do you like you like Martin when, Freeman when, right when does the Black Panther sequel come out they haven't even announced oh, it sick. yet it's probably a phase <laughs> five film <laughs> woo so we've got that to come. But yeah, we'll move on because she's clearly nonplussed by this. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm probably going to really badly pronounce this. I mean, I'd ask you to, but I mean, do you want to give it a go? Go on, read the notes. Can... Tadanobu Asano. I think that's pretty good. I think we'll go with that. We'll Ta- stick with that because I'll Tad- kill it. Tadanobu. Tadanobu Asano. That sounds pretty good. Yes. So, Tadanobu Asano. <laughs> <laughs> from the four films so he plays Hogan he's one of the Warriors three um, you know there's three of them the Warriors they're his mates they all oh, yeah. spoilers they all died in Ragnarok yeah. they all got murdered he's been linked with the role of playing Raiden in the rebooted Mortal Kombat Ooh. film that's coming I knew you'd like this Ooh. what do you think I'm a fan of that did you know that they were making a Mortal Kombat I film I did not so I did know we just haven't had a chance to segue this new section into this I am pleased I've only seen about 10 minutes of the original one. It was on TV once and I like flicked through Ooh, it. Stop. Stop talking. I think we should watch it at some point and give yeah. it a review. Like, do something as involved as you don't in watch it. the sequel? Because the sequel were a bit shit. We can watch both. And also, Johnny Cage died, didn't it? Mm. He died in like the first 10 I minutes. I feel like you've told one. me about this. What? I feel like you've told me about this before. Probably. They killed him. They killed the best character off in like the te- first 10 minutes of the second one. So yeah. <laughs> so, but Raiden's a pretty sick character like the Thunder and all that oh. yeah, it's great isn't it um, I think there's, there's other people that have been mentioned for casting roles but I just haven't done enough research into this yet so we'll come back to it don't even know when it's coming out I know it's due soon like within the next year or so um, but yeah I just thought I'd add it in so that we can sort of at least mention that they're doing it and I knew you'd probably be excited about that um, might have to, to do a watch along of the original one at some point or something That'd be fun. So, I mentioned earlier, Idris Elba, we had a little bit of news. As the notes mentioned, you're pulling a face because it's not exactly news. It's more an opinion from Idris Elba. But Idris Elba apparently isn't convinced that Thanos killed Heimdall. I mean, he looked pretty fucking dead. He looked pretty dead. He was pretty dead. I mean... His eyes changed colour, didn't they? Yeah, he did. He might not have killed... He might have killed Heimdall, but he didn't kill Idris Elba. (laughs) Is that what you think he means? (laughs) So Idris is going to come back in as Idris Elba. <laughs> Take over the mantle of Heimdall. Yeah. I mean, it's a power, isn't it, anyway? The Heimdall, like, being able to see the souls and everything and transport people using the Bifrost seems to be a power from the Allfathers or, or whatever it is that he mentions. So maybe maybe that's a soft imply that Heimdall isn't dead, but Idris Elba's version is. I, I don't know. I don't know. I just thought it was interesting that he's still talking about it. 
It's just good that he can't be in the MCU anymore. <laughs> I mean, he seemed to quite enjoy it, didn't he? I mean, the, the in the four Ragnarok one where he's got the dreads and he's like trying to save everyone while Hell is killing he's everyone. He's leading the resistance. You are, sorry. Resistance. <laughs> yes, the La Resistance. <laughs> oh, I really. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just thought I'd add that in there. Good to talk about Idris every now and again. Solid bloke. Yeah, I'm a fan. We're a big fan. He's not listening, but if he could, if he ever does, we're a big fan. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. What is up? Okay. So I don't know whether you have ever seen or watched or <laughs> if you have seen or watched the Legion TV series, um, the X Men show. Uh, I don't think so. He's like Xavier's sort of bastard son. He's got like he's the most powerful mutant. Oh, did they make a film about this? It's a TV series. But they made a film about it. Um, I'm sure they did. Has he got wings? No. Sound. <laughs> Are you on about Angel? I don't know. Hmm. There's a film called Legion. Because I always go past it on Netflix and then oh, ignore it. No. It's a TV series. It's a Fox TV series. Ooh. But that's apparently ended this week. But that isn't the news. So the creator and director for Legion, Noah Hawley, was doing a Doctor Doom solo film for Fox. So they were going to try and do the Fantastic Four again, but from the perspective of Doctor Doom, like in Latveria, like being like sort of anti-hero, but then also a bit villainous, because he kind of is in the comics. That sounds terrible. But it's dead. Good. <laughs> it's dead. He um, obviously was pitching it with Fox. Fox have been bought by Disney. Disney have put the kibosh on that straight away. They're not doing that because they're probably <laughs> going to use Doctor Doom at some point because he's like an Avengers level villain. Um, so yeah, I just thought I'd add it in there that it's gone. It's not happening. You clearly didn't even know it was happening, but it's not happening. Are you happy? Yeah. <laughs> Shall we move on? Yeah. <laughs> so sticking with things that Fox left on the doorstep for Disney that Disney aren't happy about. Um, Disney are very unimpressed with the New Mutants film. It looked terrible anyway. Yeah, the trailer didn't look great. They were going for like a horror vibe. Also, when it's supposed to come out like four years ago. Correct. It was due out in 2018. I think we got a trailer either late 2017 or early 2018. It's got you know, Maisie Williams in from Game of Thrones playing Wolfsbane. Charlie Heaton from Stranger Things. He's Will's brother um, playing Cannonball. All like very BC-list X-Men characters in like a, a horror film type thing. Um, they're part of the New Mutants team, like a younger sort of X-Men team. And it was meant to be like an origin. But yeah, it's, it's looking like it's going to be dead before it ever gets out, even though it's taken them three years to get this far. Do you I think, think it should just stay dead? If they've already made it, they might as well release it. Do you think <laughs> Disney Plus? Do you think that they'll just push it out as a straight-to-Disney Plus film and just get it out? And Maybe, because they might not be bothered about it anymore, actually. With it being... We might not want to get confused with the MCU. Yeah, this is what I was thinking, because it'll confuse people about the MCU stuff. It's technically an old Fox but property. They are all... They're all characters that are probably never going to be used again anyway. True. I can't <laughs> see Marvel dipping into that back catalogue back catalog of characters anytime soon. Mm. Like, the, the very C-list sort of X-Men characters, and considering that Marvel are going to have to do... At some point, I guess, Xavier, Cyclops, Jean Grey, Wolverine, Iceman, Beast, all again. Are they going to spend any time 
pushing this out. I think they may put it on Disney Plus, and it's like a slim chance that they might do it just as like a, oh, we've got this as well. But then again, if it's bad and they think it's bad, would they put it on Disney Plus? Because then it'll give people a negative opinion of that platform. I don't know. But that is the last bit of news this week. We're ending on a down note. <laughs> ending on a down note. That is it. Well, um, <laughs> that was beautiful, by the way. But we'll move on from now. On to what we've been watching this week. What we've been watching. What we've been watching. So... What we've been watching this week, um, as we've mentioned before, we've moved the main thing that we watched in this past week into its brand new shiny episode, which should be out soon. Um, But in the meantime, we'll just do shorter mini reviews on things that we've watched, you know, things on Netflix, things on Sky, something that we might have downloaded, anything like that that we've watched, just as like a little section here. So we'll keep this bit going. So I'll kick it off. This week, I've watched The Happy Time Murders, um, it's now on Netflix. It didn't look that great when it was advertised, and it isn't that great. I enjoyed it. Did you? I really enjoyed it. It's, I really like the Muppets, so it's it's a good film to sort of just stick on and watch. Yeah. And like you've just mentioned, just for anyone that doesn't know what we're on about, because like the Happy Time Murders doesn't actually mean anything without context. It's a, like a side project of the Henson Company. They've tried to do a more adult film. Um, so it's set as like a nitty gritty cop drama with like obviously a murder that they're trying to solve. And it's where puppets live in the same world as humans. They've got jobs. They go to X-rated movie shops. <laughs> they, uh, <laughs> some of them are celebrities. Um, but the puppets are very much the, the lower class in this system. So it's obviously touching on race and things like that that we get in the real world, but they're using puppets instead. Um, so puppets are sort of the the trodden-on sort of group of people. Um, so it's got Melissa McCarthy, who blows hot and cold for me. Like Sometimes she's brilliant, sometimes she's just average. <laughs> this is kind of one of those where her lines come out as a bit average and it's a bit meh. But, but it's better than Ghostbusters, because that's awful, that is garbage. But... This is slightly above garbage. Um, it's got Elizabeth Banks in it for a little bit. Um, she's been popping up in loads of stuff like Power Rangers, the the reboot that they had recently, and she oh she was also in Ghostbusters, sadly. Um, but yeah, she's in it. And then I couldn't work out who was the um, Phil Phillips, the the detective, but it's actually someone from the Henson production, so it's not anyone that you would potentially know. So just for the sake of name dropping, in case anyone's interested, Bill Beretta is the guy that provides the puppetry and voice of the main character, the detective in this. Um, and just for your benefit, John Walks, I know you really like the Muppets, he's also the guy that does the voice of Pepe the King Prom, um, Bobo the Bear. Yeah. Is Bobo the Bear, the, that's the big one, isn't it? Yeah, the really big <laughs> one. That's... Oh, it's, it's like a sometimes a bad guy. Yeah, he's just very sort of bland. Yeah, yeah. His voice is very like monotone. Um, he also inherited roles of Ralph the dog, yeah, the Swedish the chef, characters. Swedish chef, Manamana, and Doctor Teeth, who's What's in the Swedish band. chef. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And that was after the death of the original Muppets creator, Jim Henson. So he's been around a long time as this guy. Um, so in that sense, I quite like that they've they've kept him involved and obviously involved him in this sort of bigger production film. And presumably he was in all the Muppets films, I'm actually saying that. Hmm. I have gone with a straight 2.8 
because we're doing decimals now, apparently, out of five. Only because it's not an awful film, but it's not great either. It's, no. it, some of the jokes just don't land. Some I, do, some don't. I the stuff it. in the pawn shop is really funny with the, with the rabbit. <laughs> if no one has any idea what we're on about, just go watch it. <laughs> I'd give it a little bit higher than that. I reckon about 3.4. Oh, really? Okay, fair enough. I mean, it's. I don't think it's awful. I just didn't think it was great. You said that. I did say that. <laughs> I haven't really got another opinion other than that. It, it's not awful, but it's not great. It's on Netflix. If you fancy just watching something, if you're hungover, um, 100% do not show your kids. If there's anyone that's got kids that's listening to this, don't it show them. It ain't a kid's them. film. You, what? It ain't a kid's film. It's not a kid's film at all. They'd stick to the, the actual Muppets. Um, this one's more for, for the adults. But... Yeah, it's, it's worth a watch. I'd, I'd at least say it's worth a watch. Make your own opinion on it, but yeah. Is there anything else that you've watched this week before I move on to the, the next thing that I've watched? I watched Wolfman. Wolfman? Yeah. Elaborate. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was like, I can't remember, I don't know when it came out, sometime in after like 2010 or something. Uh, it's got Anthony Hopkins in it, and some guy that I can't remember the name of. It's It was okay. It's basically just a werewolf film. But uh, it's very graphic. Not a dark comedy or anything. No, it's no, like it's, full it's, it's very horror. graphic. <laughs> right. Um, I won't necessarily say it's like a horror film. It's yeah, it's kind of like a, it's like a gothic film again. Right. Which kind of follows on from my theme of last week. Unfortunately, you're stuck on some sort of weird <laughs> Halloween theme at the moment. Like, I, I couldn't even describe or explain when I put out the the last episode and all the sort of mentioning of it why we were stuck on vampires last week, <laughs> but. Is what it is, isn't it? It is what it is. It is what it is. R.I.P. Love Island. Um, <laughs> didn't even, didn't even click then. That didn't even. Yeah, <laughs> there we go. Um, but finally, before we move on from this section, I've seen, I've been, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts. I've seen a lot of talk about this Hobbs and Shaw film that's come out. Some people saying it's amazing. Other people saying it looks garbage. Anybody who says it's amazing is probably a liar. I mean, I do like The Rock, though, and Statham's pretty funny. I know, but it's just the same thing every time, isn't it? Yeah, but I, th- this is where... I don't, th- I don't think them two have ever played a different character. True, but he's typecast, isn't it, I suppose. However, based on what you've just said, like you saying that it's the same over and over and over again, I've never actually properly watched any of the films in this franchise because I genuinely thought they looked a bit rubbish and just stayed far away from them. Correct. Yeah, but seeing as though this is now what we're doing, we're probably going to have to watch them and talk about them just to say that they're rubbish. Because you can't say they're rubbish without watching them. That's not fair. So I decided to stick on The Fast and the Furious because I've never watched it. Never. And I think this is like a 2002 film. I could be wrong. could be 2005. I feel mm. like it's 2002 because I think the second mm. one is 2003. came out pretty much straight away. It's definitely before I started high school. Yeah, I'm thinking it's 2002 then. I could be wrong. We'll we'll correct ourselves in a future episode. But I'm going to start watching these and I might add these to this section and we'll grow with it and see what happens. But very quickly, most people have probably watched it. So my personal opinion watching this in 2019 is it hasn't aged too well. It 100% has not aged too well. They are stealing VCRs and DVD players. The big heist is trucks of DVD players. <laughs> I don't even think you'd remembered that until I mentioned it. It's DVD players and those old 
crappy box-like TVs with the VCRs attached to them. That's what the steel... They are risking their lives for DVD players. It's a big thing. It was probably back in 2002, so trying to take myself away from 2019, I kind of understand why it was a popular film, along with, you know... You've got prime Vin Diesel, like proper sexy shaved head Vin Diesel. Yeah. Something I never thought I'd hear in The Simpsons. Well, (laughs) you're hearing it now. (laughs) He's amazing, like in his prime. He's very gruff and just sort of, he he doesn't really make much sense. And some of his actual rationale behind things in this film doesn't make a lot of sense. But he's all about the family. It's It's all about the family. I am good. And I am Groot. Did you know that when he does the Groot voices, he actually asks for each line what Groot would be doing, thinking or feeling, and he only, then he records each one individually. He only did it in the first one, didn't he? He's done it in all of them. Because I'm sure it's somebody else's like, cast for it in the others. No. It's credited for no, it. The, the mocap, because in the original it was actually his mocap as well, but the voice is always Vin Diesel, even for Baby Groot. They've just obviously changed the pitch and stuff. But he records every single individual line of Groot. That's mad. I mean, he could just record, I am Groot. And then he just they could just pay him millions. I am Groot. But he does all <laughs> of Whoa! it. <laughs> you got some acorns on you. <laughs> you speak Groot? <laughs> but yeah, going back to The Fast and the Furious. I wish we went in after. Well, uh, we're nearly done. So, Paul Walker has some fantastic hair, R.I.P. Not not just the hair, but, but R.I.P. He seemed a decent bloke. The, the film, again, I don't think he's that great, but watching it from a, a post-Paul Paul Walker world where I would never watch them when he died, I didn't really understand the big thing. Obviously, an actor dying is upsetting, but there was a very big pull because a lot of people like these films, so I can kind of understand where that comes from now from watching this. I do have one question though. Surely he would have got fired from the police department. Oh, you'd think with so. With the amount of things he does. He lets them get away with murder. He gives him a car and lets him get away. He, he doesn't report half of the shit that he sees. He knows that it's them from the beginning, but yet sticks with them believing it. He, like, he literally should have been fired about five times. It's undercover. He's bad. He's so bad. <laughs> he's, 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 he's a terrible undercover police officer. <laughs> he's awful. <laughs> he's so obvious. I, he, I feel like you just straight away picked him out and been like, yeah, it's him. <laughs> but yeah, th- there isn't anything else I'm going to add. I can understand why it was popular at the time. So for that reason... Oh, and it has a killer soundtrack. There's some proper new metal beats in that film. <laughs> Sounds terrible. <laughs> I'm going to give it a 3.2 out of 5. I'm going to give it a 2. Wow. So we're going opposites on these two films here. Yeah, I'm not a fan. You're not a fan on any of them. Is there any of them that I will get to where they're worth a better rating? Tokyo Drift is all right. Okay. Well, I'm gonna. I've downloaded them all. They're all on Sky TV. I've got them all ready to go. I'm gonna try and build up to it. And by the time I've caught up, maybe we can watch Hobbs and Shaw when it's not in cinemas and give it a review. Maybe we'll have some fun with it at some point in the future. Is what I've decided. So any more for any more? <laughs> no. Excellent. So let's move on to TV Roundup. TV Roundup. TV Roundup. 
It's a roundup of TV that we've watched this week. Woody's Roundup. Don't, we're going to get sued by Disney. We say every episode. <laughs> Stop tempting fate. Is there anything else that you've watched on TV before we discuss what we're about to discuss? Because I haven't seen anything else new this week. I finished Gotham. Thoughts on the final episode? The final episode is the best episode of I was going to say, them. without spoiling it, because I've seen like the last minute that was on YouTube that shows a big spoiler, obviously. It's, it's basically set ten, 10 years in the future. The whole episode. Which you can probably guess what, what it is about. It's basically a Batman episode. Okay, so but the whole episode is set ten years yeah. in the future, right? Um, does the episode before it he round leaves. off the? He leaves the, for ten years. Say that again. Bruce Wayne leaves. Oh right, okay. So <laughs> that is that the ending? <laughs> the, the ending of what the season would have been before yeah. they added that and then episode. They ended with one last episode where it's basically about one episode. Right. But do you see him in it all the way through, or is it just like silhouettes and things like that? Kind of, yeah. It's pretty much silhouettes. So but you don't the get end, proper. Ooh, I've just spoiled it. <laughs> it, it. No, it's okay. I, it's been out long enough that I feel that some people will have yeah. seen that. And it, it, it's guessable. It's The whole point is watching Bruce Wayne grow in this parallel sort of DC universe that yeah. they've got. It's basically Smallville. Yeah, but for Batman. Yeah. Yeah, with Jim Gordon, which was meant to be a Jim Gordon TV programme, and I feel like it, they lost focus after uh, season one. That's very quite funny. In the last episode, Jim Gordon's just got his big moustache. <laughs> oh, has he got the proper Jim Gordon? Yeah. Has he got glasses as well? Um, I don't think so. Oh. But he's got a moustache and um, his commission. Fair enough. I'm, I'm going to have to watch it. I've just not found time. I kind of got really disinterested around season three. So there's only five seasons, so I should be able to pick it back up and give it a it, go. It, a lot of the episodes are very similar. It's just the it's long very, episodes. It's very back and forth. The but 20 episode seasons are a bit of a killer. The last season's only 12 episodes. So. That's better. I feel like all TV programmes, I can't stress this enough. I haven't got time to watch 25 hours of TV. It's too much. Do you agree? It's just I mean, too much. That's pretty much what we're talking about. Uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> we kind of need to, to be able to keep this going, but I wish that they wouldn't. I'd like it to stay... Around the 8 to 13 mark, please. Yes. <laughs> anyway, the big one from this week, cause we, we both like this series. We both talk about it all the time off podcast. And we were a little bit disappointed with the recent seasons. Archer season 10. Archer season 10. Lovely. <laughs> we finally caught up with that. It's now on Netflix. I'd watched a bit of it on the old naughty illegal streaming. Ooh. But then I watched the final three episodes on Netflix and we both basically finished it this week. What were your thoughts? Without spoiling it too much, obviously Ooh. it's Archer's set in like a space situation whilst he's... Spoilers right now, but he's still in his coma. I think the season was terrible until the last two episodes, which were really good. But I think the last three seasons have been a bit crap. They've since slowly meandered downwards. Yeah, since he's been in his coma, it's just been bad. And the, yeah, the, they were interesting. <laughs> they, were, they, they were to begin with. It was an interesting idea, and I thought there's a lot of stuff they could do. And they have done a lot of stuff. Like obviously, there's the island one, which was there was parts that were funny. And then second season was I forgot. The first one was the Archie Noir. Oh. Yeah, and yeah. The yeah second was the island. So the Noir one was okay for a little bit, and then it tailed off. 
And then the island one, I mean, there's a, there's a pattern in that most of them had a few okay bits, but overall they were not like classic Archer episodes. Mm. Um, the comedy and the, the jokes just didn't land as well. I think something's a bit more forced. I liked this season in parts just because I love sci-fi. I love like stuff that riffs off of Alien, stuff that riffs off of all those kind of like deep space style things, you know, Star Trek, Star Wars, etc. So I did like that. Didn't, didn't you uh, say last week that you never really watched Star Trek? No, but I like the <laughs> I like things that riff off of it. You know, like that Black Mirror episode that we were talking about yeah. a few episodes back, where it riffs off of Star Trek, like he makes that game around it. I, I know enough about Star Trek without watching it or other than the films to to get the general gist so anything that riffs off it's quite good like the riffed off stuff from like Firefly as well which I've watched a couple of episodes of so I did like that but again the, the jokes weren't as funny in, in parts it just didn't land but I agree the last two episodes really sort of reel it in and then obviously it looks like it's teed it up for quite a good season 11 where he's out of his coma and it's three years later do you have any thoughts on what they're going to do with that, or do you think it's just going to completely up in the air back to Daft Archer that it was like seasons one through five? I think they'll spend about five minutes of the first episode, like bring it back in, and it'll just go back to it'll go back to um like silly Archer, silly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, spoilers at this point. If you want to skip ahead. Go for it. You have just spoiled it. You've literally just said about two minutes ago that he's that he comes out of his coma. Oh, good point. Yeah, <laughs> I think I said spoilers earlier on, so tough shit. But yeah, it sounds like Lana's moved on. It sounds like she, like he's been in a coma for three years. His mum's been waiting for him, but Lana's moved on. Obviously, we're just about rekindling that romantic connection. They obviously had a kid and stuff like that. So that'll be interesting because it it kind of does the BoJack Horseman thing of playing the the sort of struggle that some people have like he, he obviously turns to alcoholism and popping jokes but he's he's got like a, a darker emotional centre to, to all the series like all of them but a lot of it is just slapstick stupid shit as well so it'd be interesting to see how far down that rabbit hole season 11 goes but yeah that they're all my thoughts on it looking forward to it season 10 I probably just a solid 3 I think a 3 out of 5 yeah, maybe, maybe a little bit under three, apart from the last two episodes, which were good. Okay, so what are you saying, like a two point eight? Yeah. 2. And is that 2. on the 9. basis of other Archer seasons where you might have said one of them was a five yeah. out of five? Yeah. Yeah. Thought so. I think we'll move on because you're getting a bit bored. <laughs> Transition. So that is another episode in the can in the can how are you feeling i'm feeling fucking ace <laughs> give us a like and follow on twitter my handle as always is at the underscore film underscore fella mine has changed <laughs> do you want to give a bit of context as to why yours has changed you can do a little plug if you want mine has changed because i've decided to use my personal twitter as also my music one so it's now at hi honey x so there's no weird underscores anymore that can trip you up when you try and read it out. <laughs> no, but there is an X. There is an X. I couldn't have high honey. Don't forget the X. <laughs> um, so yeah, if you want to check out his solo music, um, it's Fan Dabby Dozy, as I've wrote in the notes here. Wow. Would you? Is, is that the review that you want? Do you want me to? Fan Dabby Dozy. Do you want to go on iTunes and just write Fan Dabby Dozy? Five stars. 
<laughs> but yeah seriously check it out it's really good he does the jingles for these episodes as well so that's the kind of vibe but way better <laughs> that is not the vibe sake <laughs> um, as always um, we're available on a plethora of podcasting that channels that word every time a plethora <laughs> plethora Plethora. Um, so we're on Apple Podcasts. So uh, you can go on Apple Podcasts, give us a review, five stars. It'll help us with the whole algorithm thing of it popping up for different people. Um, we're on Spotify. We're on Google Podcasts. You name it, we're pretty much on it now. Um, find us, subscribe, follow, star review, send us a bit of love. It does us a, a world of good. <laughs> the RSS feed will be in the description in case you want to add it to anything else that we may not be added to. <laughs> um, you can also find us at Facebook uh, at the Film Fella and Friends, and you can follow us on Instagram at the Film Fella. We get some really funny memes on there. Be right fun. We put a little video up the other week when we went to the cinema. I accidentally hit Johnny in the head when I sat down. It's Ow. really good. Ow! <laughs> Ow! <laughs> um, if you fancy sending us any questions, you can either do that on any of the channels that I've just mentioned, or if you want to be really old-fashioned about it, you can send us an email at thefilmfillerandfriends at gmail.com. If you've got anything at all, if you want to be involved, if you've got a film you want us to watch, TV series that we've not mentioned, we've got someone's name wrong, you're just angry at the world. <laughs> if you want it, email us. This is the longest outro in the history of the world. Okay, well, we'll wrap it up now. So time codes <laughs> will be in the description. Remember to check out the new episode one of Be Right or Proper Shite reviews um, when that hits later this week and find out whether we thought Once Upon a Time in Hollywood was chuffing good or a bluffing dud. Oh, you. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help myself. So until next time, and yes, we're still sticking with this, keep it real. <laughs> no, seriously, though, keep it real. Yeah, <laughs> keep it real. <laughs> <laughs>